today we love Willie Nelson and A plus because our friend Gail Shore is joining us. Oh God, Gail, you've got a wobbly, um, a wobbly microphone stand. Here, just use. We can try one. the other mic. Try that one. Yep. Just pull it forward. And Gail Shore. She's used to being in the third world. So that's right. Uh, Gail Shore. So it's been a long time since you've been on, but you've been on our show before. Many for times. Opening for what did we? What was your segment always called? Is the cultural lens? It was, it was for, it was just, you know, pertaining to the traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the traveling. So, exactly. um, Gail and Gail and I go back to working together at Sun Country. And, um, anyway, but you ha- are this like an unbelievable, uh, worldwide trekker and you love going and visiting other cultures and you've always come back and people have been able to experience these trips through your photographs and stories. And now, you have a book out. This is so exciting. Opening. This is your first book, right? Yeah, probably the only two. <laughs> yeah. It's called Opening My Cultural Lens, A Globe Trekker's Experiences and Photographs. So we're happy to have a, you know, another book club pick. This We don't nice. have a book like this. And um, so, Gail, uh, how, how long have you been working on this book? Is it basically as long as you've been traveling? No, it was a COVID baby. It was. Yeah, yeah. I started writing it when, when we were all sequestered, mm-hmm. and people had been asking me to write a book for a long, long time. And I just never had the bandwidth for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very expensive, and I thought um, when COVID hit, Oh, I'm falling apart here. Yeah. <laughs> when when COVID hit, I thought, you know, this was the time to do it. So I sat down and um, and fortunately, um, I had all of my scripts from journaling mm-hmm. for, you know, the decades that I've been traveling and all of the slideshows and presentations that I did. Had I not had that information, I couldn't have remembered any of this. So Right. Because you've been to nearly 100 countries. That's yeah. amazing. Wow. I know. John and I cannot say we've been to 100 countries anywhere anywhere near that. And I remember when you came in and talked to us after you came back from North Korea. I know. Because we were just like, wow, how did that even... Of all places. (laughs) And so what do you hope, like, um, that people will take from this book? Because to me... I think like one of the things on a book like this is that, you know, a lot of people are not going to be able to travel the way you did. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't feel comfortable. You went by yourself most of the time. Exactly. Yeah. And so like to do this, you're kind of armchair traveling with you. Well, and what makes, what makes the stories interesting is the fact that most people will never travel to most of the places that I go to. Name drop some of the places. Well, in addition to North Korea, you know, Timbuktu, there's one. A lot of people don't even think that's a real place. But but, it is. (laughs) But I've been, you know, throughout the Middle East and Mm -hmm. Asia and Latin America and Africa. um, And and the places that I that I just treasure are those that have unique cultures. Mm -hmm. And they're places that um, are off the beaten path. They they take a tremendous amount of 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 planning. And um, I always have a guide for safety and for access. That's for sure. Um, But they're but they're not. Places that a lot of people that do travel internationally will probably ever visit. Yeah, yeah. You're so now. I know you're going to be um, speaking. You had something last weekend that Anne Bancroft moderated, yes. yep. and uh, this Thursday night you're going to be at the Women's Club, and um, Colleen Needles is being the moderator for that, and that starts at six. Do people need tickets? 
No, no. So you can just go to the Women's Club of Minneapolis and six o'clock, right? Six o'clock, and then also on Thursday, December first, you're going to be at uh, Beaver Pond Press. Yeah, in that's Saint my Paul. publisher. Your publisher, exactly, okay, in St. Paul. And what do you just do? Q and A from the audience, and all? well, you know, I've the the event last Saturday with with Ann Bancroft, and the one this coming Thursday with Colleen Needles. They've been friends of mine for decades, and mm-hmm. so they and they've they've come to all of my slideshows. They know my my traveling and my work very very well. So we were able to have a really lovely conversation and discussion about 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 cultures around the world. And the the book is the book is full of history and religion and mm-hmm. things that make up culture. And I and what I what I want you were asking me, you know, what I what I want people to take away from this is that I hope that this opens other people's cultural lenses so mm-hmm. that perhaps they can learn a little bit about places around the world that are very unfamiliar to them. It's it's I just think it's it's an important way for us all to learn how we are more similar than we are different. Mm -hmm. And that's critical, I think. Yeah. And and what do people, besides how many countries you've you've been to, what is the second most asked question? What's my favorite country? Okay. Can you answer that? No. You know, it's like asking a mother, you know, what's your favorite child? I mean, I think maybe to to ask, you know, what what is the most unique place you've been to or the most interesting or the most memorable or something Mm -hmm. like that i mean north korea for sure was was probably the most unique the amazon was an extraordinarily impactful trip for me i went away for a month and visited all kinds of different tribes um throughout throughout the amazon not throughout the amazon Mm -hmm. but in the amazon um mali uh syria um a lot of places in central asia as well they're they're all all of these places have very unique First of all, they have very interesting histories which impact life there today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really important. Um, every chapter in the book begins with with a little bit of history because I had to understand how history affects people today in these countries because yeah. it does, um, whether it's it's you know Cambodia or Iraq or wherever. And um, so I, I just feel it's sort of necessary to set the stage with history. And then as I get into these various chapters on on countries, I talk a lot about religion because religion is arguably, you know, the center of any culture. Yeah. So I I want to I want to share the experience that I had dipping my toes, you know, ever so slightly into various religions around the world, which how, I, how is fascinating. Do you, how do you find the various guides in in the different countries and then how many languages do you speak? And that's the that's the third most popular okay. question I get. No, it, it, that's a fabulous question. So I work with a tour company in St. Paul Preferred Adventures I have for ages. Mm-hmm. And when I tell them where I want to go, then they identify a tour company that's a specialist in that part of the world and then that company goes to work and starts subbing down to a neighborhood level mm-hmm. um, the kinds of accommodations and guides and everything that I will have. Now, the guides, it, this is just critically important because these guides aren't just generalists. They're, they're people that are really well known in all of the, it could be a village chief, somebody that that is well known and regarded so that that guide can help me you know, gives me access into a lot of places that I would otherwise never, ever 
you know, be able to get into. And then and traveling alone is really important as well because um, people are very curious about a single woman traveling alone. And yeah. um, and so if I go and visit a school someplace in the middle of the day um, and they see, you know, me waltzing up to the front door, they're, you know, they'll say, come on in. Instead of if I were with just, you know, one other person, I would be an intrusion and a disruption to yeah. their class. And are these guides, do they all speak English or do you speak other languages? Uh, th- some speak English better than others. I speak pantomime. That's my, <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my, that's my language. Did, yeah. you, do, did you take that in high school then? Yeah, okay. Pantomime, yeah. I've, I've learned pantomime yeah. for a long time. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and Gail, what do you think sparked your interest in, you know, being a traveler and like all of a sudden, cause I'm thinking you're Midwest girl, you grew up, um, you know, probably didn't see a lot of people from very many other cultures. Zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what sparked you? When I first started to work for an airline um, and I started to travel. And at first my travel was very superficial because um, we had no money and we had no time. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, we, we'd hop on an airplane and quickly go someplace and quickly return. But then um, I started the, f- the first real cultural trip that I ever took was to Africa. And that just knocked me flat. I, I loved it. And I knew that I wanted more of that kind of travel. And then after I left the airline, after I didn't have travel passes anymore, mm-hmm. um, I, right. <laughs> I knew that I that I really wanted to um, to I didn't know that I wanted to commit my my life, if you will, to that. But I just knew that I wanted to explore. And then mm-hmm. when I started my own business, I wanted to make sure that I that I did it in such a way that I could carve out time and go away for a month at a time if if necessary mm-hmm. um, and, and, and accomplish that, which I never could have done if I was working for someone else. Right, right. And when you when people ask you, like, was there a place that you um, traveled to that for sure you would never go back or it's a once and done. I've been there, done it. Don't need to see that again. I don't know that I, that I, that I say it that way. I think that so many of the places that I've been to have changed so much since I've been there that I'm not sure I want to see what, what they've become, Mm -hmm. you know, like give us an example. Well, Bhutan, for Mm -hmm. example, Bhutan is a, is a wonderful Buddhist country in the Himalayas and when I was there, you know, probably 15, maybe almost 20 years ago. Did they ago, limit the number of people could come in? Like sure 500 did. people or 1,000 people? They sure did. Yeah. You had to apply really early on to try to get a visa and then be accepted, you know. So, um, but this was before the Internet, before cell phones mm-hmm. were available. And and that's changed so much yeah. today. Um, it is a it is a it is a fantastic country. It's the only country in the world. Wrap your head around this. It's the only country in the world that um, that puts its environment and its culture before economic development. Wow. Wow. That's it's fabulous. Yeah. And I hope that today, even after all of the you know technology that I'm sure is available there, mm-hmm. I, I hope they still stick to that. Yeah. What has traveling been like for you during the pandemic and the COVID era? Have you I haven't been traveling very much. Yeah, not at all. And, and I haven't, Just writing and I, your book. Yeah, exactly. Right. I haven't I haven't been out of the country at all since since COVID. And I know that it's changed a lot. And the other thing, too, John, is is traveling as a single woman to the places that I like to go to. It's 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 less safe all the time. 
Um, so I don't know what's on my horizon with travel because a lot of the places that I do want to go to um, are next to impossible for me. I think I want to go to Afghanistan and Pakistan and um, and I want to go to Iran and Saudi Arabia and traveling alone. No, to these I don't places. want you to go to any of those places, Gail. Need I say more? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that is, uh, I, yeah, you just, you've been to so many places and you just want to, you know, I love that you still have the appetite, even though after going to nearly, you know, 100 countries, that's really amazing. It is that the appetites is still there and the energy and I love that cultural curiosity. Yeah, um, that's that's that and that's one thing that I hope that that the book will impart as well as is getting people interested in various cultures around the world. I I just think it's imperative in today's divisive societies all over the world, not mm-hmm. just here, to just learn more about each other, to look people in the eye yeah. and, and learn about their backgrounds and their families and, and, and the thing that makes up, you know, a society and a culture today. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, Gail, how can people get the book? Do we go to gailshore.com? We can go to a bookstore. Gailshore.com. Um, okay. Or Amazon. Okay. And then also, um, uh, if you want to. It's also, just so you know, we when, when I link this up for our Low J Book Club, there is a link in there to her website, okay. which then links out Perfect. to where you can buy it too. And if you want to see Gail on Thursday uh, with a, a fabulous panel, because I know Colleen Needles is uh, does such a great job this Thursday at the Women's Club. And we've got two copies of Gail's book to give away, 651-641-1071. The book is called Opening My Cultural Lens, A Globe Trekker's Experiences and Photographs by Gail Shore. You will enjoy traveling along with Gail. And thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Good to be here. John, nice, nice to, to see, see you again. Yeah.